Hey, my love, it's Dr. Dakeese L., your host here in the We Suite. This is your community of sisterhood. In the suite, we share tips for everyday life, women's empowerment, healthy relationships, and practicing mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual well being. You can also connect with amazing women just like you. Live empowered and lead a life that fulfills your purpose. Okay, here's season six, Dear Me. Welcome back to the We Sweet Podcast. Many women interpret soft life as a life that does not embody a consistent struggle. The idea that one has to work themselves into depletion just to survive instead of working and thriving. So, for example, I think we've all heard this saying, you know, whether I live to work versus I work to live. And although, you know, this idea behind soft life is that we understand that, you know, we are seeking less stress, less overworking, less, you know, running ourselves into the ground. But the reality is life was never meant to be easy for us, for our pure enjoyment and I want to take a look at um, this scripture that I outlined specifically for this episode, and it's Ecclesiastes chapter three, verses one through eight. And it explains that there is a season for everything. And you guys can go back and read that. But a key part of that that is often missed in the very beginning of it is the language under heaven. And I point this out because it's important for us to realize that it is the Lord who determines the season its beginning and its end. And if we look at that, you know, in connection to our lifespan, God knows when we begin and God knows our end date, right? Um, So he decides that season, but we are at the liberty to choose our path. It's like we are at the liberty to choose to follow Christ if we so desire. So even though we can choose that path, no matter the path that we choose, we have to understand that in this life, we will have to go through development. And so in this episode, we're going to talk about the season you're in, how to acknowledge it, how to embrace what it is teaching you, and how to make fruitful choices. I really want to slow this down here for a second. So just hang with me. I want to explain something to you guys. I originally named this episode Season to Season, and I changed it, but I want to tell you why I changed it. I renamed this one Snowed In and Cozy because as kids in school, a snow day meant you didn't have to go to school. You could stay in and relax in the warmth of your home. And as adults, some of us still benefit from being snowed in. We take that time to retreat and cozy up, watch movies, hang with loved ones, and sometimes just to do something we've been saying we're going to do for a long time we haven't done. Mm-hmm. But When we are snowed in and cozy, we are comfortable. We don't want to go do the work. We don't want to get out of bed, off our couch, or just get out of the house at all. And it's our place of comfort is pretty much what snowed in and cozy means. We're comfortable. But what happens when the season changes and you have to be ready to work, to be uncomfortable, to stretch, and to grow? Are you ready for what this next season is going to teach you. So I want to go ahead and get us going and talking about this topic, Snowden and Cozy. I have with me one of your faves, my sister, my friend, my colleague, the Dr. Latasha Johnson. You've heard her before and she's back. Hey, sis. 
Hi, sister. What an amazing introduction. I tried my best. I named these episodes what I did because I really wanted to be intentional with how we were going to start this year off. Um, And so I'm hoping that each woman that listens to the episodes this at the top of this year will really be empowered by it and find something in there that that speaks to them and speaks to the season that they're about to go through. So uh, this one is a little different from all the other ones. It really is. Many of the other ones are about owning self and um, setting your intentions and, and your goals and taking care of you. And while all of that is so important in the soft girl era, what I do want to do in, in this episode, I want to really focus in on being prepared for the challenge. So let's just hop to it here. Let's hop to it. Uh, on the last episode, we discussed PS I Miss You and getting back to a sense of self. We chatted with um, Tiffany about why it's important to go through difficult times and to grow and to learn and to acknowledge the season and just to be okay with that discomfort. But moving beyond that conversation, not just being okay with the discomfort, I want to talk about preparing for a tough season, right? Um, So how can we fully commit to the Lord's plan for us preparing for a challenging season? Proverbs instructs us to fully commit to the Lord in whatever it is we do and our plan shall succeed. I believe you Mm -hmm. cannot fully commit to the Lord's plan until you rely or learn to rely solely on him and not self. Mm -hmm. When your mind tells you what you should think and how you should feel, challenge those thoughts and beliefs with what God says. And how do we do that? B-I-B-L-E. You have to spend time in the word. Make it a daily practice and be consistent as possible. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So that's part one. Now, preparing for a challenging season. For me, my faith is my greatest tool. Mm-hmm. And I hope and for our audience, our listeners, that is your greatest tool as well. It helps us learn how to overcome the many obstacles we will face in our lives. In many situations, we can't go around our issues, right? We have to rely on our faith to go through them, not get over them, but to go through them. I believe faith builds resilience. Mm-hmm. It helps us see how our current circumstances um, will eventually end according to the word. Second Corinthians 1 and 5 tells us that Jesus suffered mm-hmm. and it was an overflow. Mm-hmm. So just as the suffering overflowed to him, his comfort will overflow to us. Oh, nice. And then verse, yes, and then verse 6 goes on to say that affliction or suffering builds patience and endurance so then looking at the question or or rehashing that question how do we fully commit to the lord's plan for us by preparing for a challenging season please know you can't prepare for everything but that does not mean you can't prepare for some things Mm -hmm. most times we go to christ when we feel defeated or when we're low no, we should already have some things in practice, i.e. such as staying in your word, praying, seeking out spiritual support and sound advice, even in the good, so that when the trouble comes, you already have something consistent working. You already have a routine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ooh, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> I'm going to take my time. I'm going to take my time. I'm not going to rush this because the spirit of the Lord is here. <laughs> <laughs> look 
you know, this is going to be a very, very, very spiritually grounded episode. And mm-hmm. if you are in a difficult season of your life, um, then I encourage you to really, really take heed to this episode for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you are one of those people that you have mentally checked out because you don't like, and I'm going to be very transparent here, you don't like being spoken to about your spirit, your faith, walk, your life, this, this is going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be uncomfortable because this episode is really going to be guided through a very spiritual lens. Um, but I hope that you stay and I hope yes. that you open your heart to things that make you uncomfortable because it means you're growing. Mm-hmm. If you don't like the way it's making you feel, it's not always bad for you. There are things in life that are bad for us and we can feel it in our spirit and we're like, uh-uh, that's not where I need to be. And then there are mm-hmm. things that they're not bad for you. They're just uncomfortable because it's calling you to be less of yourself and filled with the Holy Spirit. So I'm going to ask that you ride with me on this and stay here so that you can be fed as much as possible. And I am not a theologian. I like to make sure I say that. Um, right. I do feel like each and every one of us have spiritual gifts that we were given and God has caused us to use those gifts. But I am not anybody's uh, preacher. Uh, <laughs> Neither am I. <laughs> so I just want to make sure I say that um, I I am here as your sister in Christ, just mm-hmm. trying to minister to your spirit in fellowship and be here for you as you're going through whatever it is that you're going through. That disclaimer given, let me get very transparent with you. Yes. <laughs> Um, getting into your word uh, to seek God's wisdom. We cannot do life on our own as much as we think we can, as much as we want to. We cannot. Um, what happens when we try to do it is that we end up charging full speed ahead, very stubbornly doing things our own way, only to end up with setback after setback. And so we do have to ask for God's wisdom to guide us. And a lot of times this does not happen before we start planning. Mm -hmm. It happens once we've already set the plan in motion. And the trouble with that is that you don't even know if the plan you set out to do is what God would have for you. So you're trying to force this thing to happen or you're upset because it's not working out or you're hurting because it's not working out. But have you asked yourself, does God truly want me here? Does God truly want me doing this? Does God truly want me aligned with these people? Mm. And sometimes we don't ask because we don't really want the answer. Come on. We don't ask and we do it our way because it's like, I don't really want what God would tell me to do. Because what God would tell me to do, I'm, I don't feel like I'm going to like it. Um, yeah. I want this, you know, I want to live on this side of town. And I, even though it's going to exhaust my budget, I'm going to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. And then you do it anyway. And then, you know, bills are coming. You're strangling at the throat. You're crying on your floor in the house because things are not going well. And then you're ready to call out to God. And that brings me to the other point you said, um, don't wait until we're low to seek God. We should already have something consistent in our system to work on um, with our faith. And so when I go back to aligning ourselves with Christ, I'm going to go back to the home example and, and, and the bills being too much and it's strangling you at your throat. When you chose that that's where you were going to be living, 
did you ask God first? Mm-hmm. And now you want his help on the back end. Now you're mm-hmm. ready to get on the floor and cry and ask him to help me. But did you ask him, should I do this from day one? Mm-hmm. Now, sister, let, mm. you know, let me let me comfort you because my sister also said, and I laughed it because I loved it. His comfort overflows. Let's 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 go there. God knows His children, just like yes, just like in the natural, we know our children. And mm-hmm. He knew you were gonna be hard headed, and He knew you were gonna go do what you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And His comfort extends to you anyway. His grace and His mercy extend to you anyway. So even if you find yourself on that living room floor crying uh, <laughs> about these decisions and these bills. Let me tell you something. Sis said, get in your word. And I think I actually posted something on my social media today about that as well. Um, yeah, you have to find yourself in a seat of submission. That's all he wants from you. All mm-hmm. the Lord wants from us when we are in a challenging season is to release it and be in a seat of submission. So even if you were hard-headed and you went and encumbered all these bills that are strangling you right now, what is it that you can do right now to say, Lord, I fully submit? And sometimes submit doesn't mean just, okay, I'm going to move out of this house if I can't do that right now. You got to stop thinking tangible and start thinking spiritual. Mm. sometimes submit means I'm going to start studying my Bible more. I'm going to start doing more devotions. I'm going to start my day with prayer and Thanksgiving. You know, when I am in the car, thank you, Jesus, that I'm able to make it to work safely today. You know, when Mm -hmm. I'm in the grocery store, thank you, Jesus, that you have fed my household. And I did not know how this was going to happen this time around. You have to be in a seat of submission and honoring him as your sovereign all the time but you can't go find him only when you are in trouble Mm -hmm. so when you are out here living your best life you are not concerned with him you do not submit to him you do not study your bible you do not do devotions you do not have conversations with your sisters uh when you talk to them throughout the week about christ what i'm saying is your life looks nothing like christ until you need Mm -hmm. help (laughs) come on come on you have to be in submission and submission is a consistent choice. And I talked about choices in, in the beginning of the season when we were talking about being in preparation for challenges. And again, you know, that preparation is seeking God's wisdom. That's, that, that preparation is leaning into our faith. Affliction builds patience and endurance, as just said. And so it's not that I have always made a bad choice or an uninformed choice or whatever you want to call it, sometimes it's that I have to actually sit in this season because it's just going to develop me. I could have budgeted so well. I could have lived exactly where it was within my means to live. I could have raised my kids to the best of my ability. I could have been the best wife that I could be to my husband. I could be the best friend that I knew how to be. I could have been a supportive friend, an empowering friend, but I still am finding trouble in all of these areas. So let's go to like grade school, sis, if we can. (laughs) You can be proud of your child for coming out of elementary school. Can you not? Yes, you can. But would you not want to see them go to middle school? Would you say, oh, stay right there? No, we would not. Okay. I just wanted to check that. Um, I told you my foot is on the gas today. Yes. Uh, so I like that 
Since I jump in, if you need to jump in, cut me off. Listen, I just want to go back to when you said going to God when you're low. And this is something I have to learn and I need to be more consistent with it. So we're not picking on you. We're, we're being a little bit transparent today. You know, you have to be cautious of how you build that bond with God. Mm-hmm. It's no different than me and my sister, Sister Dakeese right here, right? Mm-hmm. I know the keys got my back. I know when I call her, she going to answer. But would it be fair to our relationship if I only called her when I needed something? Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be fair. And how dare I expect or get upset when the keys doesn't come through? She has proven herself to come through time and time again, but I haven't changed my behaviors. She gets me back on my feet and I go on my merrily way until I need her again. Mm-hmm. the same thing with God your faith has to be strong because trials and tribulations are going to come it's inevitable it's life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that I love the imagery that you gave um, because we do have to make it plain for people sometimes people don't even realize that that is the pattern and I want to yeah. talk about patterns too I don't know what God is doing right now but you know this isn't part of the episode this is about to be part of the episode uh <laughs> I want to talk about patterns. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we are not even aware that we are in a consistent struggle or cycle of something because we have not yet acknowledged that we have a pattern. Mm. If it Mm. is my pattern to consistently call somebody when I need something from them, I'm going to continue to experience difficulty in friendships. Mm -hmm. I don't call you until I want something from you. Um, you know, and those people, you know, especially fleshly speaking, will get so used to your pattern that they learn how to avoid you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then we can go over to, you know, let's talk about maybe parenting. I have a mm-hmm. particular pattern with this child. I don't understand it. I am struggling to raise this child. What are the patterns? Not just theirs, but what are your patterns? We have to be willing to engage self-reflection. I don't care if you do think it's somebody else's fault. Same thing with marriages. What are the patterns? What is your self-reflection? All right, now I made that practical. Let's look at it biblically because I told you, spiritual episode here. What are your patterns with Christ? What are your patterns with Christ? If you were to evaluate your patterns within the last month and what you prioritized when it comes Mm. to Christ, what does it look like? How often did you talk to God? Mm. How often did you uh, seek his wisdom over the choices you were making? And I mean, not just big choices, because sometimes we think we have to seek God out for, for example, I'm going to go back to the house. Uh, we think we have to seek God out to say, you know, hey, I want to buy this house. And we see that as a lofty decision. So we really want to pray over that one. But sometimes it's as simple as do I need to go and, you know, go buy new clothes today? Let me really discern that. You know, let me pray about that. Um, Do I need to go on this trip with my friends right now or my family right now? Let me discern that. And um, I'm using some monetary things because I know those are some big challenges people struggle with a lot. Relationships are also big challenges people struggle with a lot. Um, Starting your business is another one. Um, Being on your job and being in leadership positions are are, are other ones where 
sometimes you go to work, you get you get in your shower, you get dressed, you haul out the front door, you do not pray on your ride in, you do not pray on your ride home, and mm-hmm. then you don't pray over the environment. Mm-hmm. But you get up there and you complain about the people that you're having to deal with or lead or complain about the jobs and the policies and the practices. You don't even come home and complain to your friend on the phone about how these people, you know, your last nerves. Mm-hmm. But in all of that, where was God consulted? Where was God given thanks? Because sometimes to your point of the asking, sometimes we do not give thanks. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when you are thankful and you have a heart of thanksgiving, you have a heart that is open to receiving and giving. It's not a one-sided situation. So I think we also have to look at our patterns. Yes. What, what are our patterns and what are we inviting into our life? Mm-hmm. You know, um, the invitation of chaos is real. Come on. Go ahead. Go ahead. If you got something to say, girl, go ahead. Know that hit me. I hope you're writing these punchlines you're throwing down. (laughs) I I mean, I'm trying. I'm trying. You know, I told somebody once before, you know, it's hard to try to be the host of speaking, you know, but I'm trying. (laughs) But yeah, I think we don't look at our patterns and then we don't furthermore look at what we invite into our life. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe that person that you um, admired, you know, oh, I admired her business. I admired what she was doing. I really need more women in my circle like that. I'm going to go to this networking event with her. I'm going to get to know her. I want to be a part of her tribe. Mm-hmm. Then you get to know her. You get to see how she running her business. Nothing is ethical. Nothing is done with integrity. Mm-hmm. But because of the status she has, you decide that you're going to sit in that. Instead of seek Mm -hmm. God's wisdom. And maybe perhaps you have a pattern of not having the best fruitful relationships. What is the pattern in that though? Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. what are you inviting in? We can do this with men. You know, you keep choosing that same kind of man, girl. That Uh same different body, same thing. And even if, and oh, let's, let's, let's slow down. So my foot is still on the gas. Baby, it's on the accelerator. You passed a (laughs) hundred But I'm going I'm to slow us down about 35 miles per hour so we can sightsee a little bit. Because I think we're missing some really, you know, nice uh, views. Listen, can I jump in? I'm going to be a little bit more transparent. When you talked about the pattern, sis, it hit me. Mm. Because, of course, I tell people I'm a PK, preacher's kid, come up r- r- uh, grounded and rooted in ministry. You know, so I always thought as, as long as I knew where to run, mm. I was okay. But yeah. why do I have to wait to know where to run to him when he already supposed to be here? Mm-hmm. I think that's all of us. I think that's yeah. all of us. If we're honest with ourselves, and that's why I did not want people to run from this episode when they heard what we were about to do today, because this is an open space, free of judgment. It's transparent, but it's free mm-hmm. of judgment because that's all of us. At some point, we wanted to just have that freedom to live without any sort of, you know, measurement of right and wrong. And it was just, this is what I want to do. But I think what people have to understand is that that level of freedom is dangerous and it's never, ever really freedom. Mm -hmm. And it's, and it's really, really funny how the Lord sets it up. We do have free will to choose. 
but God already knows what that free will will lead to. Mm -hmm. And he knows that you have life more abundantly through him. He knows that the freedom to go do it your way will still land you in some type of bondage. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you are believing that I'm going to go just do life like this and I can just run back to him when I get ready. And at the end of the day, God is patient. He's very patient. But at the same time, he also, also is a God of accountability. Mm-hmm. And you cannot live your entire lifespan without any type of regard for how you're doing it. And then just think at the end of it all, I'm just going to say, okay, my bad. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. Your, your accountability has to be now. And so, no, I agree. I think that we have to be in that seat of total submission. Now, do I think it happens overnight? Absolutely not. I think there's, there's what, what did you say? Affliction builds patience and endurance. I yes. think we go through these things to learn to build that level of submission. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I 100% believe that part of the challenges we face um, are due to patterns and things that we invite in. And mm-hmm. when we do go and ask God for his wisdom, I want to put this out there for those of you that are not newly on your spiritual journey. This is for those seasoned spiritual folks. We have a habit sometime <laughs> of saying, girl, I prayed about this. I know it's what the Lord want me to do. And you went into that prayer where the words you spoke they have sounded like you were asking for God to lead the way when in reality your mind was already made up when you went into that prayer and I say that for the ones who are you know at that space where they think they tricking the Lord you're not tricking him he knew your heart before you started praying girl Mm -hmm. so I want to talk about that too sometimes your pattern is false submission Mm -hmm. fake submission catfishing as they say as the kids say catfishing you think you catfishing the lord he knew before you even started your prayer and you know he like here she go again um she really she really insulted my intelligence like the lord knows (laughs) the lord knows if you already decided that you were gonna go date this man oh you already decided you were gonna go marry this man Mm -hmm. and you saying but lord i prayed about it and i know he the one Mm-hmm. well I'm going to point out something I know he's the one now let's, let's, let's backtrack this I prayed about it and through my prayers I feel that over time God has demonstrated through him to me what that unconditional love is supposed to look like there's mm-hmm. a difference in I prayed about it and I know he's the one and I prayed about it and I feel God has showed me he's the one. It's different. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, I'm giving those examples because we have a tendency to say I consulted with the Lord first when really you checked the box, you mm-hmm. said a prayer and you think I consulted. Or even we do something like Sarah. Was it Sarah? I believe it was Sarah. Mm-hmm. When God shows us what's coming to us and instead of us remaining patient, for him to show up, we take matters into our own hands and say it's God. Wasn't yeah. it Sarah that went and had had her husband? Yeah. Her? Oh, uh-huh. Hagar. Hey, she didn't write a whole lot of stuff. 
<laughs> yes. But, but, but I want to give you comfort. You can invite things in your life, but you can always, you can always get back to a place of submission. Mm-hmm. We will encounter challenges. We will encounter difficulty. Somebody right now might be going through a divorce. Somebody right now might be going through the loss of a child, the loss of a mother, a father. Somebody right now is not starting this new year, new me, vision board, you know, um, posted up beautifully in my house. Somebody right now is not getting that new car. It's getting repoed. Somebody right now is not getting this new home. They're struggling to pay their bills. I want to be very transparent in this season that soft girl era, dear me, Mm-hmm. While many of the ep- episodes have talked about embracing you, releasing things, what serves you, what doesn't serve you, while we have done all of that this season, I am really, really intentional on this episode to to speak to people who are coming into the first of the year fully aware that this is not going to be a good season right now for me, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have to end that way. It may have started that way. So I'm asking you, what is your posture right now with your savior? What is your posture right now with the one who has unwavering comfort for you? Mm -hmm. You can invite some stuff in your life. Sometimes we don't invite it. Sometimes we are just, we came up on the list, as they say. Mm -hmm. Spiritual warfare, we came up on the list. And Mm -hmm. now... You know, they Russian roulette me and I got hit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and now I got to I gotta put my floaties on, on my arms and barrel through. Um, yeah. But whether you come up on the list or whether you invited some chaos into your life, God loves you. You are protected in his will. And I, I'm careful to say in his will, because if you're outside of his will, this is that'll be a different conversation yeah yeah (laughs) that'll be a different conversation to get you into the wheel but if you are outside of the wheel of obedience if you are outside of the wheel of following and trusting god outside of the wheel of living your life in a christian walk um and that doesn't mean perfect i want to make sure i say that because those who are non-believers are new believers they think oh christians think they're perfect no 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 right But we are intentional about choosing to do life with God, not against God. And when we fall short, we know we have somewhere that we can go, Mm -hmm. you know. So I do feel like in this seat of being snowed in and cozy and we are comfortable, but now our world is shaking up. Now my life looks different. My home looks different. My job looks different. I lost my job. I got laid off. My hours were cut. Whatever it is, you know, my kids were fine. Now my kid is sick. I don't know how we're going to get through this. The medical bills are crazy. Whatever it is, mm-hmm. I'm saying you have been fortunate enough to sit snowed in and cozy for a while. But right now God is saying it's time to develop you. You were in elementary school, but you've graduated. You got to go through middle school now. And this Mm -hmm. is going to be a consistent thing for life because you can't stay at one space. Mm -hmm. If you stay at one space, you're not fruitful. You're not fruitful to him. You're not fruitful to the kingdom. You're not fruitful to your home. You have Mm -hmm. to grow. Mm -hmm. And growing sometimes is painful. Mm. And uncomfortable. But when you get out of that awkward stage, though, (laughs) it's beautiful. 
Come on. So I want to skip on to this next question. This next question. All right. So snowed in and cozy. This new season is coming. The new year is here. And we've kind of been all over the place anyway. But (laughs) in committing to the Lord's plans and committing to his plans, um, sometimes there's something that we want desperately. Our heart desires it so much and it just hasn't happened yet. And we're waiting. We're in that waiting season. How can we sit in that discomfort of the painful waiting season? Mm. Mm. I believe, sis, that's easier said than done. Mm-hmm. However, it doesn't mean it's impossible. You have to seek God more than you dwell on your desires. Mm-hmm. Waiting is hard, especially now when we have so many options, right? If mm-hmm. I don't feel like sitting at McDonald's 20-minute line, I can go right down the street to Burger King. Mm-hmm. Or I can get up Sonic or Chick-fil-A or Kings or whatever. Mm-hmm. If plan A doesn't work, I can opt for plan B. But what happens when God has us in a season of waiting and our only option is to sit in it? Mm-hmm. You know, Psalms 37 tells us to be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Mm-hmm. Isaiah 40 says, but they who wait upon the Lord. Oh, girl, that one right there. Strength. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. That one right there's, there. There's, there's power in waiting. And if we can go back up top when we mention that our waiting it, it may be comfortable for us. Because what if God has us waiting because the road isn't clear for us to travel on? Mm-hmm. So he has to work out that down the road before he can give us the green light to go. Now, of course, as I tell my clients at the end of every year, we do this thing where we uh, write down what we want to manifest, such as a vision board. And we also write down what we want to evict. People get so excited to write down their goals that they want to smash, but somehow we don't factor in process. Mm, We don't factor in process. Yeah, we don't we don't include that word right there, process. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we have to wait on it and trust that God's plan is greater than ours because he sees all. We can't see what's around the corner and behind that corner. He does. Mm-hmm. How much time are you spending in his word? Because the more time you spend with him, the more your faith grows, the more your trust in him grows, and the more you're able to say, not my will, God, but your will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Deep. Deep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to come into that with obedience. Yes. Um, but I like that you said we don't factor in the process because I think people think that, again, it's checking boxes. They think, mm-hmm. okay, I was obedient with that. I was obedient with that. And they have their own time frame in their head of when this is supposed to, you know, get better or take place. And mm-hmm. we are more beholden to, I think you said, dwelling on the desires instead of seeking God. We're more beholden to that time frame that we think it should end. Mm-hmm. But I very, very specifically called us to Ecclesiastes, a time for everything in chapter three, because mm-hmm. that that verse that people skip over under heaven mm-hmm. is a time for everything according to the Lord. 
And then people start, you know, doing that negative self-talk. Well, maybe this can't happen because I'm not supposed to have this. This is not supposed to happen in my life. Maybe this hasn't gotten better because, you know, it's my fault. I made these choices and I just have to live like this. And, you know, I'm just going to have to go through this for the rest of my life. I'm not going to have, you know, an opportunity to come out of this. Mm. That negative self-talk honestly is limiting. Limiting. Mm-hmm. you have to remain faithful you have to remain hopeful and even if your season does last for 40 years or whatever even if right. it does last a long time even if your season does last for 40 years what are you doing in the 40 mm-hmm. years are you going mm-hmm. to consistently remain negative are you going to continue to groan are you going mm-hmm. to continue to pity yourself or are you going to have a heart of service even when you feel empty? Mm. Are you going to have a heart of thanksgiving even when you see lack? Are you mm-hmm. going to call on God and say, you know, you are my everything. And no matter what I face, I still mm-hmm. put my hope in you. You know, what? what is your mindset in your season of distress? Mm-hmm. People always say, I don't know how that person had terminal cancer and they're smiling. Mm. because they know either way it go God has the last say and God has them they understand that what does groaning and moaning and complaining and being miserable in the last season do for me if these people tell me I got 40 days to live and I know if if that is true I know where I'm going to go and be in eternal peace then what does it do for my family for them to be miserable with me for the next 40 days I'm going to take those next 40 days and live my best life with my family they mm-hmm. don't they don't deserve for me to be miserable they're already losing me Mm-hmm. And hey, let me be fair. I don't want anybody who is going through terminal illness to feel like, girl, you don't understand. There are days where I am crying myself to sleep. You are really, really in a tough spot. And I'm not telling you not to feel your pain. What mm-hmm. I am saying is that I'm symbolically using an example that our mindset is powerful when we are waiting for God to change the tide. Your mm-hmm. obedience has to extend beyond your time frame your obedience Mm -hmm. and your mindset has to be aligned with whatever God says is the season that this will change Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. are you willing to still have a positive outlook and feed the spirit of others while you are still navigating this thing or are you going to just shrivel up and die even though God hadn't even given that command yet What's your choice? Mm-hmm. Don't waste your weight. Mm. Don't waste your weight. Be obedient. If God gave you directives to do something, do that. Get in your word. Me and sis echoed that a lot today. Not for just an answer, but for a relationship. Mm-hmm. Don't waste your weight. You know, people will also not do things because they're waiting. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to... Um, <laughs> Oh Lord, I'm trying. She did to, it again. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to see how to say this one because right now I'm in my own backyard. Take your time, Doc. Sell this her, Doc. this Go hit ahead. this hit my spirit, and it's honestly um, incriminating myself. But because it hit my spirit, and it is about me, I'm going to tell you anyway because I guess God put it on my heart. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sometimes we don't do things because we're waiting, and we mm-hmm. are trying to be the 
planners of our lives, the orchestrators of our lives. And we situate things in such a way that like, hey, I'm going to do this like this. I'm not going to do this until this time. because I'm not ready to start my business because I don't have this in place and this in place and this in place. But maybe God is saying you need to start here because I'm going to present this for you. Mm-hmm. You are afraid. And we're going to talk about fear in the next episode. So I'm going to let that go. Ooh. But uh, but yeah, I, I, I think that we have to get in the mindset of obedience. Mm-hmm. Stop, stop saying this is my timeline. So I'm going to hold off moving. I'm going to hold off buying that house. I'm going to hold off going to do this, this, this. I'm going to hold off starting my business because if I do these things, it's going to stop this other thing from happening or it's going to you know, create a space where maybe I won't be positioned to do that. Uh, No, you -hmm. need to pray and ask God to line it up and you need to get busy, obey and move. You need to walk even though you don't see the full path. The path might start lining up when you start walking. Mm -hmm. Ooh, write it down, sis. (laughs) Write it down, sis. (laughs) You got to walk for, he told you to walk. Not look at the blueprint. Girl, write it down, sis. Because sometimes we think we are in control. Yes. Yes. Yeah, sometimes we think we are in control. We think we have all the answers. And if I do this like this, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if I do this like this, then this will be the result. But that's based on your mindset. That's not based on the way God sees things. It's based on how your very limited brain can see it. And right. I'm not insulting your intelligence, honey. I'm saying that God's way is way more powerful than our own. Right. Right. No matter how intelligent you are, you'll never uh, pass that intelligence. Yes. Okay, sis, we're going to get ready to wrap this up. What is our final word of advice when people are preparing this year that their their season may be difficult Mm -hmm. if you are preparing for this year to be a season of difficulty for you i would say first and foremost go back to your relationship with god analyze it evaluate it he is the source of our strength but have you been utilizing the source Mm. or do we only utilize the source when we are depleted completely Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. all right i'm 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 <laughs> mic drop <laughs> mic drop be oh, sure man. getting into your word you're not just seeking for answers but you're looking to build relationship i think that was one of the heavy hitters for me yeah don't just yeah. run to him when you're in need he should already be there yeah. Now that doesn't mean that the challenges won't uh, is is going to make it so much more easier, but it will be easier with yeah. him than without him. Amen. Amen to that. Amen to that. So, um I'm going to give, I guess my answer is to give yourself grace. Yes. Because as heavy as this episode was in calling attention to some things that I'm sure were highly uncomfortable, but that was the nature of the episode. I had to make it uncomfortable. Uh, Give yourself grace, whether your name came up on the list 
or whether you invited some stuff in your life, give yourself grace. And I want to give a few things on how to do that. Acknowledge what did not go well and affirm that it is about learning. So this didn't go well, but I'm learning something from it. Accept Mm -hmm. that perfection is an illusion of that Mm -hmm. which cannot be obtained. You're seeking perfection in your life that you will never have to go through a season of difficulty. But as children of God, you will have to be developed. You've got to get out of elementary school. Mm -hmm. Release the idea of failure and accept the idea of experience. I am not failing at this. I am gaining a new perspective and experience through this Mm -hmm. perspective. Mm -hmm. Forgive yourself and adjust the standards that you have placed on yourself adjust those standards so those those are the things I would say about give yourself grace and how to do that yeah um and then I guess this we can wrap it up yes we can wrap this thing all right all right so I'm gonna run through them real quick because we kept you here way too long way too long but I loved it (laughs) (laughs) so here we go here we go real quick you guys get into the word of Christ seek God's wisdom affliction builds patience and endurance don't wait until you are low to seek God what are your patterns what are you inviting into your life Seek God more than you dwell on your desires. Be still before the Lord. We don't factor in process. We have to go through it. So when you're thinking about your timeline, understand that it's a process. And in that process, the next one, obedience and mindset. What is your mindset and how are you being obedient? Those two things are very powerful in your waiting season. The path may line up when you start walking. Yes. Yeah. So thank you, my sister, uh, for Anytime. being here. Anytime. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, thank you guys for being here in the suite. Don't forget to follow the We Sweet podcast on your favorite listening platform and at me on Insta at Dr. DeKeese L. It's in the podcast bio. See you. <laughs>